Hi, and welcome to another edition of uh, Talk to the Experts. Boy, for weeks now, we have been telling you what AgriCity can do for farmers, all the new products that AgriCity has, and the new services that AgriCity uh, has as well. And over the last number of weeks, we've been talking, you know, if there's a, a problem with the weeds in a particular part of, say, Saskatchewan, They've got the answers to that as well. The number to call if you ever want to talk to somebody at AgriCity is 1-844-269-3276. But Brian DeCock, the technical product manager for AgriCity, is uh, in the studio with us uh, this afternoon. Good to have you back here uh, again, Brian. Let's just remind everybody what you do uh, once again at AgriCity. Sure. I spend my time, spend a lot of energy communicating our products and solutions to our customers, make sure they know what products we have, how to decide which AgriCity product is the best fit for their farm, and how they can save money getting the right AgriCity product for their farm or their fields. Usually we can save farmers about 10 to 30% as compared to the brand name products that they've used, know, and trust. We've had a lot of growth in the past several years at AgriCity, and we now have Canada's largest selection of high-quality crop input products, so it's created a lot of interest from farmers for information on the products that we have. Of course, we try to reach as many farmers as we can. We want farmers to know what AgriCity can do to help them be successful in their farm business. You know, before, uh, in a segment before, we talked about uh, the challenges and, and what can be grown uh, well in the brown soil zone. Uh, today, we're going to talk about growing crops in the black soil zone. So let's start off with where exactly is the black soil zone and what makes it different than other areas in Western Canada. Well, the black soil zone is really the northern parts of the prairies and the brown is the south. So if you look at a map, the black soil zone is a band that runs north along the foothills in Alberta, up to Edmonton, then east over to Lloydminster, then across to Saskatoon, and then down to the east of Regina. We call it the northern parts of the prairies. It's the more northernmost parts that are suitable for crop production, not including the Peace River region of Alberta. It's an area that's well-suited to growing crops most years, and there's a lot of very productive land in the black soil zone. What really makes it different than other areas is the soils have an average, on average, tend to be deeper, they're darker in color, they also have higher organic matter, lower soil pH, and on average, they have more rainfall and lower summer temperatures than other parts of the prairies. But they're really productive soils. Typically, you'll see some of the highest dryland yields in Western Canada in the black soil zone. And so with that in mind, what are the most common crops then that farmers grow in the black soil zone? Well, they can actually grow a number of different crops there. Historically, it's been a great area to grow canola, wheat, barley, oats, grass crops. More recently, more recently there have been more peas grown. Canola in particular is well suited to the climatic conditions in the black soil zone as canola likes the long summer days, moderate temperatures that usually come in the summer. But cereal crops are also well-suited for the black soil zone, especially cool season one like oats. But farmers in this area have had great success in growing a number of different crops. So we know what crops uh, will grow in the uh, black soil zone. What are some of the major weed problems that farmers have to deal with in this zone? Well, they've got some of the tough ones like the other areas. A lot of the weed problems there are actually the same as they are in other growing zones. But there's a few weeds that seem to do really, really well in the black soil zones. Some of the tough ones like cleavers hemp nettle, lamb's quarters, wild buckwheat, narrowleaf hawksbeard, dandelion, and, of course, Canada thistle has become a real problem. From what I'm hearing and seeing, cleavers and Canada thistle are probably two of the biggest weed problems that cause farmers yield loss, extra work, 
and a lot of headaches and frustration. Yeah, I've, I've heard that the Canada thistle has been a big problem for a long time in the, in the black soil zone. What makes Canada thistle such a problem for farmers in that black soil zone? Well, you're sure right, David. Canada and South Thistle are one of the major wheat problems that I get questions about, and it's not getting any easier to control, that's for sure. I'll talk about Canada Thistle mostly, and it always helps if we talk about the biology of the thistle and what makes it so darn tough to keep under control. It's actually not native to Canada. It came into North America over 100 years ago from Europe, and then it spread quickly throughout the U.S. and Canada. It's actually a member of the sunflower family, and it's got a lot of tough relatives like dandelion, south thistle, narrowleaf hawksbeard. The thing that makes it so tough to control is that it has some unique characteristics that other weeds do not. For example, it germinates well in all kinds of conditions. It doesn't matter whether it's hot or cold or wet or dry. It's very tolerant of frost, drought, and heat. And it can survive conditions that some of your crops can't because it's got an extensive root system that will often extend a few feet every direction. It'll grow just about anywhere, ranging from a cultivated field to a pasture, a ditch, open areas, but it really likes rich soil, lots of fertilizer, lots of moisture and full sun, which makes the black soil zone perfect for growing thistles. And it really seems to like the long daylight hours in the northern regions. Now, once it gets established, the roots can penetrate six to eight feet deep or more, and they'll spread up to 15 feet horizontally in one year. And even if you cut the roots up, the fragments will get started and take off again. Mm. And unfortunately, every plant can produce over 5,000 seeds. And just to make matters worse, once the plants are established, the root system means that if you cultivate, till it, you can't kill a whole plant, it'll just come back. And most herbicides that we have today don't get all the way down to the roots, which means it'll just come right back after that too. Whew. The Canada thistles, it's a monster, it's a monster weed, right? Well, so let's talk about what farmers can do to deal with Canada thistle on their farms. Well, it is a monster, and I don't want to scare anybody, but once you've got Canada thistle, it's pretty much impossible to completely get rid of it. So in my experience, the thing you've got to do is come up with a long-term thistle management plan and stick to it. It's probably going to take a few years to bring thistle back under control. So always start with keeping it clean, with clean seed. Keep your fields clean. Never allow mature plants to stand and set seed. If you have to till, mow, or even burn, or otherwise remove patches of Canada thistle, Better do it so they don't set seed and so the roots don't take off. You really need to control plants on the entire farm, even if it means going to the yard side or the roadside. Mow them, clip them off, pull them by hand if you can, but don't let them set seed. And even make sure to keep your equipment clean. You know, If your equipment's contaminated with thistle seeds and then you move to another field, you're just going to spread the problem across the road or to the neighbor's. There's that romantic thing of a, of a tumbleweed, right, that uh, non-farmers look at and say, oh, isn't that, you know, a, a Canadian thing. But that is spreading seed when that thing is tumbling. Yeah, thistle isn't as bad as some other weeds, but if it's dry and you cut it off and you don't do anything to remove it, it'll take off. Plus, it generates the fluff from the seed heads that'll quickly grow, grow across and... You don't want your neighbors mad at you because you gave them Canada thistle oh, last year. No, you don't. So you really have to think about clean, but also keep your management practices up. You can control it in crop. You might have to think about a long-term two, three-year plan to really keep them under control. And you've got control options in cereal and canola crops. But if you've got pulse crops, you have to plan long-term because there's no really good options to control thistle in pulse crops. <laughs> Sounds complicated. What about 
herbicide options? Do farmers have a lot of, uh, of options to control perennial weeds? Uh, and and what, ag- what products does AgriCity have to control tough weeds, like Canada thistle? Well, one of the challenges of controlling Canada thistle is it won't cooperate. They usually don't get started early in the growing season, which means pre-seed might not be a good choice all the time. In my opinion, it still makes sense to start your weed control program with a strong pre-seed herbicide to go with your disruptor glyphosate because sometimes Canada thistle will emerge early and you can't hit them. AgriCity has a number of different pre-seed products that will work well with glyphosate and will help any Canada thistle that does come up early, along with things like wild buckwheat and perennials like dandelion, narrowleaf, hawksbeard. So start with, we're waiting for approval for ammo, which contains dicamba. We're also hoping to have ammo extra available this spring. It has the same actives as Express FX from FNC. AgriCity is also hoping to have Pilot available soon. It has the same actives as Corex from Corteva. AgriCity also has tried and true pre-seeds like Battlefront, same active as Prepass from Corteva, or Empower Extra, which has the same active as Express from FMC. So regardless of where you farm in the black soil zone, we probably have a good pre-seed option for you. Now for canola, there are very limited pre-seed options, and the ones that are there don't do much on Canada thistle. So you really have to look at your in-crop options for the best control. Okay, so those are the pre-seed options uh, to battle those weeds. When we come back, we'll take a look at the in-crop products uh, to control things like Canada thistle. I'm in the studio with Brian DeCock, the technical product manager for AgriCity. The number to call is 1-844-269-3276. I'm David Curtin. You're listening to Talk to the Experts on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. We're back with Talk to the Experts. My name is David Curtin. In the studio with me today, Brian DeCock, the Technical Product Manager for AgriCity. And we've been uh, talking about battling those weeds in the black soil zone. Just before the break, we talked about the pre-seed options. So, Brian, there was a long list of pre-seed products uh, to talk about. What about in-crop products to control, say, Canada thistle? Well, in reality, in-crop is actually the best time, in my opinion, to control Canada thistle because the weather's more reliable than maybe a fall Hmm. pre-harvest is. The thistle plants will definitely be actively growing. Plus, you can control all your weeds in one pass, and you get the benefit of higher yield potential because you control thistle before it takes away your fertilizer and moisture away from the crop. So there's really no need or benefit to wait until fall. And in fact, it may cost you to wait as it means another pass across the field and loss yield in the growing season. There's a big perception out there that controlling thistle in crop is really expensive, but that's really not true anymore, right? No, a lot of things have changed. AgriCity's been working hard to bring more affordable in-crop options in the black soil zone to control Canada thistle. And a lot of these products control more than just Canada thistle. They also get the tough ones like cleavers, wild buckwheat, hemp nettle, and a whole lot more. So for cereal crops, AgriCity's entire list of Sea-based products have a great fit for farmers in the black soil zone. So if you see a C in the name, like Foxy CRX or Foxy CM, that means it contains clopyrrolid, and that's the active ingredient that farmers know has an amazing ability to control Canada thistle. So we've got products like Foxy CM and Foxy CX, Foxy CRX, that will do a fantastic job of controlling Canada thistle in your wheat, your barley, along with all your other broadleaf weeds. Now for canola, AgriCity has products with the same active ingredient at a price that I think will really surprise farmers. 
In the past, it might have been a $30 or $40 per acre treatment, but AgriCities really brought the price of this active ingredient down to the point where it's actually cheaper to spray thistles in crop as compared to waiting for mm. fall. Plus, you get the advantages of going in with one pass, getting all your weeds, plus higher yield potential for this year's crop. So cereals, I mentioned Foxy CM, same active as Prestige from Corteva. At the high rate, this product delivers the best control of Canada thistle money can buy. Plus, you get the tough weeds like cleaver, smartweed, volunteer canola, roundleaf, mallow, even scentless chamomile, and even suppression of hemp nettle. We also have a great new product called Foxy CRX, which gets Canada thistle, plus a lot of the weeds I just mentioned, plus it also nails narrowleaf hawksbeard. Then there's a Battlefront CM, three actives, including clopyrrolid, MCP, and florazolam. It also does a great job on thistle and a long list of other weeds. We also have Clobberm, which has the same active, clopyrrolid plus MCPA. It's been widely used to control thistles and broadleaf weeds like wild buckwheat in cereal crops across the black and even the dark brown soil zones. So regardless of what other weeds you've got in the field, we've got a thistle control product for every acre on the farm. And you can see those products by going to agricity.com. You'll be able to uh, click on that product and uh, learn all the information that you need on that. If you do have other questions, all you have to do is call uh, AgriCity. They've got agronomists and sales representatives waiting for you at 1-844-269-3276. 1-844-269-3276. Brian DeCock, the uh, technical product manager for AgriCity in the studio with me right now. What about controlling Canada thistle? Brian, in canola or other crops? Well, for Roundup Ready canola, AgriCity has a very affordable option called Clobber G. It combines the power of clopyrrolid with disruptor glyphosate, so a farmer can really step up their control of thistle and wild buckwheat in the Roundup Ready canola, and they don't have to spend a lot of money. In fact, this option may be more affordable than two in-crop applications of glyphosate or even a pre-harvest before or after growing canola. If they're growing Liberty Link canola and they've got a thistle problem, then they can do their first pass with clobber, which has the same clopyrrolid active. Then they can follow up with a second pass of vigor later in the season before the crop canopy closes. If they've got a fairly clean field, has a few broadleaf weeds and Canada thistle, then they can spray their vigor first, then wait a couple of weeks until there's some weed regrowth and really hammer thistles with clobber on that second pass. Now, if they're growing peas or pulse crops, unfortunately, there's no good options to control Canada thistle in crop. So a farmer that thinks they're going to grow pulse crops next year should really control thistles in their cereal or canola crop the year before, and then spray disruptor glyphosate pre-harvest before, before the crop next year and really clean things up. They just have to make sure that they get at least seven inches of rainfall in the growing season to avoid any carryover concerns for the peas. So what about timing now? Let's talk about that for a moment. How big should uh, Canada thistle be for the best uh, possible control in crop? Well, what I've seen is the best application timing for the best control is when the Canada thistle's in the rosette to pre-bud stage, kind of like a pie plate size on the ground, but before the main stem really starts to shoot up. If you wait to apply after you notice the buds, the control might not be quite as good. They'll still die back, but you might see some regrowth later in the year. Okay, let's talk about pre-harvest now. I hear a lot of uh, growers using pre-harvest to control perennial weeds like Canada thistle. Is going with an in-crop application in the growing season a better option? In my opinion, it is. Simply because I've always believed the best time to control weeds is when you see them, not later after they've done their damage. So if you wait till un- until the fall to control thistles, you run the risk of losing your yield that year 
due to the weed competition because thistles are so darn competitive with the crop and they're going to suck up any available moisture and nutrients that your crop could really use. Plus, it's cheaper to go one pass in crop and clean up your other weed problems at the same time and you save some time and fuel. There are times when both an in-crop application and a pre- or post-harvest glyphosate application will make sense. For example, if you have very heavy populations of thistle, you might need to hit them twice, once in crop and once in the fall. Or if you've got other weeds like quackgrass, then you might need to control it in the fall. My experience has been that two shots at Canada thistle is always better than one. <laughs> now, if you're planning on growing a post-crop other than peas next year, then I would go with pre-harvest glyphosate only as there are some recropping restrictions on in-crop products that can contain clopyrrolid. So, Brian, what should a farmer do if they're not sure where to start or where to find good information? Sure. The best thing they can do is call AgriCity. Let's figure out what some of your best options are. We've talked about thistle. We've got a wide range of products for weed control in spring, germ wheat, every zone, canola, pulses. We've got trained sales staff and agronomists that can help you pick the right product for whatever crop you're growing. Plus, they can help you plan a long-term strategy to manage thistle or some of the other weed problems we discussed. Just give us a call at 1-844-269-3276. And a little later on, if a farmer finds that they've got some concerns about the performance of these products, what can they do then? Well, I'd recommend they give AgriCity a call. Let's figure out what's going on in that field. Maybe the product needs more time to work. Maybe a second application is required. Maybe they just need some advice on what to expect and what to do. We also have a performance guarantee. AgriCity's product performance guarantee was introduced this year. We stand behind the products we sell and we guarantee our product performance. Just give your local AgriCity rep a call or call the office at 1-844-269-3276 if you have a concern. And let's work with, together to solve the problem. Brian DeCock, Technical Product Manager for AgriCity. Great information, man. Thank you very much for this. Thank you, David. I'm David Curtin. You're listening to Talk to the Experts on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.